Oh, yeah, I did. I threw my ballot in the box yeah, this morning, actually. <laughs> Welcome to the Taiwanese Diaspora Podcast, where we use personal storytelling to connect people of Taiwanese heritage from all around the world. I am Cynthia, and I'm excited to use this podcast platform as a way to explore what it means to be Taiwanese X. This is episode 28。大家好,欢迎收听台湾人网络广播,我是阿秀,用这个平台来跟华侨华裔的台湾人聊他们的生活过程和未来的梦想。这是第28集。Hi everyone! So this episode came about at the suggestion of a listener who wanted to help provide resources for Taiwanese Americans who are either voting for the first time or are scared to vote or just need some extra encouragement. And so on this episode, I've invited a few people to come talk to us about how they plan to vote, where they get their information from, um, any resources that might be useful. So we have folks who are living on the East Coast and Midwest, who are flying, who are living abroad, and so hopefully you'll find this information useful. And you know, the only ask is please, please, please go vote. If you're not sure where to get information about different ballot questions or find out more about candidate platforms, there are a wealth of resources from nonpartisan groups, and so we'll talk about some of those here. Have discussions with your friends and family. Your local board of elections should be able to provide you with information about the actual procedure of how to vote. If you need any help finding anything, please feel free to reach out. Voting is our civic duty. It's a right that we have as citizens. And it impacts local, state, and national issues. And it affects our futures and future generations as well. Even if you don't think your vote matters, please trust that it does. And please go vote this year. Thanks. I'm taking a couple excerpts from conversations I have for upcoming episodes, so you'll get a couple sneak peeks. But first, we have to go vote. 大家好，大家好，我们今天这一集是比较特别的，是有时间性的。大家都知道，过几天美国就要选举，就2020年的选举。这集是一位听众给我们建议做的。那我就邀请一些在美国各地的人啊，在国外的台湾美国人。还有在东岸、中岸跟西岸的人来给我们讨论一下他们是打算要怎么去投票，在什么平台上去找那个票上的一些ballot 鼓励跟一些资料，今年有很多不同样的方法可以去投。那要怎么去保证说你投的票，他们这些投票所会有收到，然后你投的会被数？拜托拜托拜托大家去投票，然后如果有问题的话，请跟你周围的人问一问，或
我们首先就跟一对台湾移民到美国的第一代华侨聊，他们这次是怎么样跟他们的孩子讨论选举。对，我们是二十多年前来美国读研究所的时候，然后就嗯定居在美国，然后一直到八年前拿到公民权，当时没有特别是为了想选举，但是这一次算是我们第三次才比较搞清楚选举的流程。所以我们是九四九年就来美国了，但是呃后来到二零一二才拿到公民有选举权。那那年我们开始就选了总统，但是对其他议题完全都不懂。二零一四呃可能没有选，二零一六一八跟今年我们都有选。那我们的经验就是说，其实议员、senator 啊、congress 跟 president 这些比较好选，因为我们比较容易知道。但是对于学区委员啊、法官啊，跟这些州的公投，还有郡的公投，我们就比较难了解。有些是因为这些公投法案，它英文很难懂；然后有些是因为我们对于当地的政治情况不是很了解，所以就是这些议题就比较难去下判断。那为什么你们会想要选举？本来是对于总统候选人非常的关注。那一开始去投票也只想投总统候选人，所以对于不懂的议题我们都略过。那今年是因为我们的大儿子刚好也第一次有投票权，呃，选总统，所以他回来就主动的邀请我们说一起来研究，然后他也教我们一些查询资料的方法。就是今年比较大的诱因其实是最近美国天灾人祸那。我们平民老百姓唯一的武器，唯一的一支箭就是一张选票而已。那你们如果回想到你们第一次选票的时候，你觉得最困难的部分是什么？然后你们那时候是怎么样找资料？嗯、呃， 2 0 2 2年吧，我们是十月初才拿到公民，然后马上就面对选举，那我们也没有投票的任何资讯，所以我们两个就是真的是直接就走进那个投票所。然后看到墙上贴的那些 ballot 的议题，我们才知道说哇，除了选总统，我们还要填这么多问题，所以我们进去就有点就是乱填，不是也没有乱填，就是说不太懂，但是稍微看一下，但是不是那么懂，有些就略过没有填。所以第一次就会觉得说，原来我们这么不懂美国的选举。那在二零一六年第二次的时候，啊、呃，我先生就有去问一下比较懂得在美国的亲戚，对土生土长的。美国白人，然后我就问他说：“这么多疫情你都怎么了解？怎么去投？”然后他就介绍我，就是他说是去看比较中立的一个叫 Voter for One One Legal w o m a n Voter 的这个资讯。然后我看了觉得好像很有帮助，尤其是这些议题，他们会就是用真的是 Plain English 让你帮你讲清楚，他到底你投的 Yes 是什么意思，投的 No 是什么意思。就不会因为那些法律条文感到感觉知道，好像投了之后还不知道到底影响是什么。那之后他们登记了之后，这个 non-profit organization 每年都会送给我们这些他的 guide， 那是非常有用的资讯。对，这本那个 Legal Women's Voters Guide 其实是每一周都有。那我们是 request 啊、uh, Montgomery County 这一本那。它里面会把议题说为什么有这个议题，那现在的情况是什么？如果你投了 for， 是代表你同意了什么；投了 against， 代表你反对了什么。他会写得很清楚，所以可以克服说在选票上面就是有点 tricky
搞不太清楚他在问什么的问题，这本 guide 是蛮好的。那很重要，他因为他是 non-profit， 他是完全中立的，他不会说追叫你要投 for 或 against。那你们的 ballot 有没有翻成中文？因为我们这边我最近找到我们一区在 Quincy Massachusetts， 他们好像有翻成中文的 sample ballot。那是民间的组织翻译的吗？不是政府吧？是不是？我找到的好像是那个城市的政府的网站，但好像也有一些翻成不同语言的资料。OK， 呀、yeah, ，我知道像旧金山他们人，呃，就是说中文的人口达到一定的数量，他们政府是需要去做这个翻译的。那也许在马里兰还没有达到这个数量，所以希望那个像人口普查，就大家一定要把正确的这些，就是中国啊、台湾移民这一代讲中文的人，就是把它都写出来。对，而且我觉得也许，嗯，也许以后可以动用你的力量，可以组织一个，比如说协同翻译，就是 co-editing for translation 的，像这样的合作，那就是也许私下可以帮助这些，呃，比较需要语言上协助的人，双语的。如果就是如果是政府机关 official 选委会会 offer 中文的版本的 ballot example 跟 election information 的话，好像。呃，有一个联邦法是规定，在某选区三 percent 以上的讲某种语言的族群，再加上他有足够某一种数量以上对于英文就是不安英文的那个 population 的固定的数目以上，他们才会有正式的翻译。那很多选区像，譬如说我们这边好像也是牙医很多，可是如果不讲同一个语言，他可能就资料上他就不能统计，他就不会。就是不会被成 necessary 的 translation demand， 嗯，就不会有 trigger 那个 official 的 translation。但是像民间这样，像这个 voter for one one 这个 guide 啊，如它也是靠 volunteer 的嘛。那说有人就是我们可以跟他合作翻译的话，他这至少是一个公正中立的翻译，让大家可以就是英文看不懂或是比较不了解，就可以用中文去了解一下整个议题。我想补充一下，我觉得这次 Thomas 回来倒是带给我们很多特别的资讯，就是他直接就在 Google 上面打任何 keyword 名字 search 什么都有，新闻也有，对于什么议题的讨论的新闻，还有、呃、像也有很多影片，像那些我们的 Board of Education 这些法官对法官也有呃谈话性的影片，那借由看影片，我觉得可以了解，就是说这些比如说教育专家们他们的理念。然后法官们讲话的态度是不是让人觉得容易了解啊？亲近跟看起来是不是让人信任？还有他讲话的内容，我觉得嗯，会跟在纸上写的文章就感觉是比较不一样。所以这个对我们帮助很大，就是看影片的部分。我们等一下欢迎他们来跟我们聊一下。那你们是打算要怎么去投票？你要用提早寄，还是提早去选，还是提早 drop off， 还是当天去选？ COVID 的关系呢，我觉得我们就是尽量用最安全的。那可以把票投到自己的邮筒，提早寄出去，让那个邮差收走。可是我们不采用这个方式，因为我觉得有点风险，如果被拿走了，或是丢掉了，丢掉了，就我们还是会投去指定的投票处的投票箱，会提早拿去。我们现在在等女儿，我们女儿也有投票权了。可是我跟她说，叫她抄哥哥的答案就好，她竟然说她要找时间，自己也要一题一题研究。所以我觉得哥哥是一个很好的示范。因为我们本来就想要抄答案
但是看到他们是这么认真，我们才认真起来。说实在，我们觉得真的可以从第二代我们的孩子身上学到蛮多的。原来自己的孩子很重视未来的总统、法官，然后这个州以后的发展、教育的发展，嗯，也让我们就是也开始重视。你们有没有跟朋友讨论，或是去参加 voting party？ 我昨天晚上有去参加加州在网上的一个 voting party。加州有很多 proposition， 所以他们都聊了很久。我觉得主持的真的很不错。我觉得我们没有哎、欸，因为我觉得我们不知道为什么在这边的团体都避免谈论政治，但是只有互相 check 说：“哎，你有投票了吗？哎，你知不知道 deadline 什么时候已经快截止了？”这样子。然后加上我们认识的家长们都有已经刚上大学的孩子们，真的是第一次投票，所以我们也会互相就是说。问他一下，说：“哎，那你的孩子都有投吗？那我们家孩子有投，像这样子 double check， 也就是没有说讨论这些议题。我觉得以后真的是可以 host 的一些像讨论议题，很中性的、很功利的，去把题目解释清楚，然后不要进入说什么赞成、反对这些，但是就是互相了解这些议题，我觉得很应该是很有帮助。如果以后有这样的 meeting。”对啊，我昨天去参加的，他们有介绍一下，就是有 presentation format， 有讲这个 proposition 的的内容，还有讲一点历史，然后就解释你如果选 for 是代表什么，那你选 against 是代表什么、嗯。我觉得这对于我们应该会很重要，因为我们在美国真的不太懂这些过去的发生的原因啊，历史需要改进什么。不过这次我们跟 Thomas 讨论，我们就有一题我是不同意的，就是。他们在讨论，呃，像马里兰州关于呃那什么，可不可以赌嘛？赌或是赌赌 game， 体育活动能不能赌博这个事情，我基本上对啊，我们是没有达到共识。但是这样的讨论我觉得很好，上一代跟下一代的观念的讨论。好，谢谢你们今天跟我分享你们的经验。那你还有什么 closing remarks 啊、呃？对。如果不太想要去选举的人，或是很害怕选举的人，你会跟他们说什么？嗯，你不投票就等着被投票的人任人宰割吧。<笑>我倒是觉得呢，嗯、呃，之前我们认为说我们只是来这里留学，然后就有工作，但是没有想要长久定居的时候，其实我们就算拿到公民，没有那么认真去关心这一代的政治啊环境，但是。随着年龄增长，然后下一代渐渐的长大，我觉得我们就是要知道说下一代在面对的什么问题，那能够以他们的角度去，就是让这些环境啊、政治环境更好的时候，我们应该出一份力量。尤其是在在对于总统候选人，不管你对于州的议题、郡的议题，什么那些 battle 要不要去管都没关系。可是我觉得去投总统候选人，这是必须的。那其他的选项如果不太清楚，其实我觉得。就是略过就好了，像关于法官啊、教育委员会，或是说公投的议题，什么税务啊，或是什么的，那都没有关系。我觉得就是勇敢的去拿出票选你喜欢的总统。然后第二个呢，我觉得就是如果你有支持的党，那你搞不清楚说啊要选什么人的话，你就看那个人大概是什么党，那你可以就是尽量支持他们也没有关系。呃，然后。再来就是，我觉得那个议题 ，better 的议题，感觉很难懂的时候，会很害怕去投票。像我二零一六年，我就拿他拿我先生的抄，我也没有去弄懂。那我想，我就是相信他的判断。
可是我觉得呢，以后如果我遇到那个很 tricky 的问题，就是搞不太懂我赞成或是反对的时候，我真的会考虑说找一个 study group， 就是自己去弄懂。像这本 Women's Voters Guide， 我觉得这里面的列出来的问题真的可以好好研究。那如果需要翻译的话，我觉得简单的用 Google Translate 可以稍微看懂一点。就已经会得到一个概念，不用全部都呃一定翻的百分之百，那倒是不需要。嗯，我也是觉得选举这些问题有时候是很复杂。前几年我在加州的时候，有一个 proposition referendum 的问题是有关塑胶袋，但是像 sponsoring group 是 a lobbying firm， so 有时候他们写的那些 wording， 那 position is very confusing。不负责任。对他们 double negative， 你反对他们不要做吗？而不是说你赞成他们做吗？对对对<笑>对，哦、oh, ， so complicated。我那天打电话给你，就是我一个想法是，我们在美国住了二十几年，然后我们能够投票八年了，也投了第三次总统了。因为到我们儿子回来，我们才知道说儿子这么认真，这么有资讯可以参考。那我们。怎么就是不够努力的感觉，所以我们在认真的检讨。没有，我觉得很感谢你 challenge 我来做这个题目，然后用这么短的时间来做出来。OK， 谢谢你，我我很崇拜你愿意做这件事情。好，那下一位我们就邀请 Thomas 他们的儿子来给我们讲他怎么样收集这些不同的资料，然后介绍给他父母亲来用。Next up, we have Thomas, their son. To come chat with us about how he shared the resources he found with his parents. Yeah, so I was just thinking that as children of immigrant parents,、um, it's kind of our duty to try to get them involved to vote because oftentimes they do want to participate. It's just that it's hard for them to get the ball rolling. So honestly, they're hyping me up way too much when they say like I did so much research and like. Like yes, I've been keeping up a little bit, but I honestly just spent thirty minutes pulling up resources and getting a broad picture of what's going on, and that's already enough for them to think like, oh wow, this is really advanced. But really, all you have to do is a quick Google search of like the local politics of the area and tell them about it, and they're. My parents, at least, were more than happy to just go through those resources themselves and even look up more resources like videos that candidates put out. So it doesn't take much. You just have to be there. Like they want affirmation that they're doing the right thing. So walk us through the next step. Did you go through sample ballots, or did you go through the voter guide and go through the different questions? Tell us what you did. Yeah,、um, we didn't study before we actually filled out the ballot. We pulled the ballot out、um, because we were doing mail-in, and so we just looked at the questions and looked at. I think it was the a woman-focused organization that sent out like a little magazine of the ballot questions. The League of Women Voters. Yeah, providing just basic information about it, though that. Sort of information can be a little too broad because they oversimplify, so that it's more digestible. So we looked at the questions from one of the resources was BethesdaMagazine.com. They provided a pretty comprehensive guide on all the candidates and the ballot questions. 
and then it's just if you need more clarification after that you just go online for more so you guys are voting in the state of maryland how many ballot questions are there this year um i think there were two for state and either three or four for county what was your next step next step is just discussing the questions with them of course they had questions they asked me i gave them what uh, little information i knew and they eventually just started looking things up on their own did you do the discussions and explanations in chinese or english um i did do the explanations mostly in english to my parents so that's not always going to be possible with every family but generally speaking you want to use the language that you understand the most so you're not providing misinformation were there sections where you had a default to chinese to make the explanation clear yeah i mean i i didn't <laughs> they have a pretty good grasp on like most political terms in english are there other things you think would be useful or interesting for both our generation um, as Taiwanese Americans and our parents' generations as naturalized Taiwanese Americans? I think that the perpetual foreigner status really affects our parents' mentality to not vote. They still feel that their home country is where their problems lie and that the responsibility to vote and partake in American politics is people who were born in America. So us born in America children should try to get them more involved like I said before. They to a certain extent want to get involved especially if they have already applied for citizenship and became full citizens. It's really kind of sad to know that our parents still feel as if they're not part of this country and that it's not their responsibility but i think that's starting to change with the divisiveness that has been going on they do want to participate and they do want to understand what's going on so if we can help them as much as possible that would be awesome do you see similar barriers to voting amongst your friend groups and their families? I haven't really talked about it in depth with my friends, but I think we all agree that voting is the baseline of civic duty and that we should all be promoting it. Yes, definitely. What is your last tip for voters? I think that's something that people don't necessarily realize is that you don't have to fill out every single question on the ballot. You can fill out what you think you know most about and just leave the rest empty. The ballot will still be counted for the questions that you did answer, but the ones that you don't obviously won't affect local politics or that kind of stuff. And I think realizing this will help people vote more because when people don't know what they are voting for, they know it can have consequences. And this information isn't spread far enough. So I just want people to know that you don't have to fill everything out. Thomas, a pleasure again speaking with you. Thank you so much. Uh, I totally 
can see why your mom was like, this was amazing. Thomas is amazing. She is so proud of you. Um, thanks for helping us get out the vote. All right, next up, we talked to Sonny. He's currently living in New York, but flying to Texas to cast his ballot. 好，我们下一位欢迎 Sonny。他现在住在纽约，但是要准备飞到德州投票。我是在台湾出生的，我是台北人。啊、uh, ，小时候就离开台湾了，然后七岁的时候，我跟我妈去南非住约翰尼斯堡。啊、uh, ，是三岁才来美国的，所以现在三十四岁。我现在住纽约 ，New York City， 曼哈顿。礼拜天回去，礼拜天是十八号，像。好，所以你礼拜天回德州去投票，那你有什么建议啊？什么建议呀、啊？我想我最大的建议就是提早去投票，因为你要是当天去投的话，那一定会大排长龙，尤其是你住那种比较竞争力比较强的州，像民主党跟共和党，就是。是啊，民调比较接近的州，那就一定会很多人去投票。那这样子的话，我听说现在最近在新闻上听说，像德州啊、乔治亚、乔治亚州，很多人排队，他排好几个小时，我还听说过十一个小时。那这样子的话，像很多华裔的人，我们都是很忙嘛，很少人有十一个小时可以去排队。所以，我想最好就是一大早去。一大早去，然后去那个 early voting period， 提早提早投票那段时间，比别人先到，那就应该可应该不用等那么久。我是这样想的、啊，那我二零一六年也是这样做，然后蛮成功的。二零一八年也是没有等很久，十分钟进去，十分钟就出来了。所以呢，我想这是最大的会会阻止有人会要去投票的原因，就是因为你可能会需要等很久。那现在。共和党推出蛮多政策的，就是不希望很多选民用邮件的邮递的投票嘛，因为越多人投票的话，那真的老实讲，用共和党就是越有可能输，所以很多州那那个 mail-in voting 可能会比较难。那像我呢，我就是德州德州的的的 mail-in voting 会比比较 restrictive， 比较限制。所以我就想说，算了，我就不用办这手续，我回家顺便去探亲，去找爸爸妈妈，然后顺便去投票。我想这是我最大的建议。How do you stay up to date on the ballot questions？ 你有没有去特别找资料？谁当总总统？你是哪一派去选？去去去当总统？哪一派控制美国的国会的？我觉得对国家未来才是。才是最重要的。那其他的那种比较啊区域化那种 local 的那那些，当然是很重要了。还有什么别的 tips 跟大家分享？记得要洗手、戴口罩。Yeah, that's that's all. That's all I have. I don't have that much. 不好意思。No, no, that's great. Thank you so much. I think it's cool that you're traveling to Texas to vote. Next, we have a short excerpt with Ling. Um, from when she was quarantining in Taiwan a few weeks ago, I'll put this episode out soon. She'll tell us how she's getting ready to vote from Taiwan on an absentee ballot. I guess a critical question is: Are you planning to vote? Yes, definitely. And actually, this is pretty cool. So that was like one of the first things that I did when I got here because I knew the timing was pretty critical. It was actually pretty easy. To file for the vote from abroad thing, and so you just go to this one website, 
I don't remember the exact acronym, but it's basically you're registering to vote from abroad. And I was able to just email it to them. At first, I thought I had to like print it out and ship it to them, et cetera, et cetera. But I was able to just email them. And this was four days ago. And I actually just got my email today with the ballot and what should we call it? The, the ballot information packet. Once I get that, I will be able to either fax it or mail it in, like print and mail it with my own envelope, I guess. But I was pretty like impressed that there was technology surrounding it because honestly, my expectations for voting technology are very low. But I was pleased and it was very seamless. And now I have my ballot info. So there's just like a disclaimer, basically. Obviously, if you're doing this, you know, on the internet, that it's not really as private as when you're going in and slotting in the 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 little paper and the voting thing but i'm set to go on that front awesome i think we need everybody who's abroad to vote this year those are my closing words please vote please 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 vote (laughs) it's very important please vote And I was going to say, I think the U.S. Embassy, I don't know if this is still true, but when I was living in Spain, it was the 2008 elections, and I had a physical ballot. I'm not, I don't remember how I got it, but I had a physical absentee ballot that I could basically bring to the U.S. Embassy because I knew, like, guaranteed that that was going to get sent with the U.S. mail. Mm, that's cool. Yeah, I just wasn't 100% sure things were going to get sent from Europe in a timely manner. But Honestly, at this point, like, <laughs> Who knows? Like everything, even in the U.S., I think people are going to have to mail stuff in and everything. So it's going to be pretty chaotic, I think, for sure. All right. The website for voting from abroad is the FVAP.gov website. It stands for the Federal Voting Assistance Program, FVAP.gov. And these are my departing words. Please go vote. 好,你們如果是美國公民的話,請大家去投票。下次再見。And that's it for today. Please send me a message on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at TWDIASPORA or shoot me an email. It's hello at TaiwaneseDiaspora.com. And if you or other people you know have stories that they'd like to share on this podcast, please send them my way as well. Some of you have asked about how to support the show. So if you are inclined, go to coffee, ko-fi.com slash T-W-D-I-A-S-P-O-R-A to donate. All right. See you next time.